Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Bostecu. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame, and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hello, Wonderbeaks. We've got a truly lovely episode ahead of us. I'm out in the chilly autumn air with the tummy-wrenchingly hilarious comedian Yuriko Katani. If you haven't heard of her, find out about her now. This is you finding out about her. She's really funny. First things first, thanks for listening to Hoovering. If you could tell other people about it, that would be my favourite favour you could ever do me, thanks. Um, You can do that by subscribing to the podcast, leaving it a five-star review, or using your mouth and volume, loud talking. Um, Those are some ways you can tell people about the podcast. If you've got spare money, you can help the podcast with that. Go to patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod and see what brilliant podcast related gubbins I'll be prepared to swap in exchange for your as little as two pounds a month. Things like guest recipes and completely exclusive content. Um, I'd love you to come and see me do some new stand up. Uh, I've updated my website for you and everything. I have a new material night in London in Camden called Honers Club. And every Monday in November, there are extended sets or previews of new material with me and um, other comedians. Um, Some of them are sold out. Come to one that isn't. Come to one that's still got tickets. Comedians joining me include Sarah Pascoe, Kiri Pritchard-McLean, Darren Harriet. Last week was Jen Brister. You get the gist. Absolute fucking legends. Um, links to all that and to everything interesting in the podcast you're about to hear are, as ever, in the podcast notes, which I slave over. 
I was going to say sweat over, but it's only typing, isn't it? Um, so please do use those. Um, they should be wherever you got this podcast from. Right, let's have it then with Eureka and my hoovering. We met in October on a sunny but chilly autumnal afternoon in lovely noisy Greenwich Market. Sorry for the windy moments here and there. There are only few, don't worry. Um, we had a glorious coffee from my favourite stall, Ideal Espresso, and some really exciting crosstown donuts. Eureka is the funniest and most calming company, and her answer to my last question blew my little heart off, actually. Happy days. So this one, shall I? Yeah, you're gonna yeah. try and hack that one up. Just leave it to it. Thanks for doing the hard bit. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the. Um, My pleasure. You did it almost. Uh, everything. I did some of it and not the bits that required any kind of precision. That looks like it's happening a bit easier, which is good. Is it just yeah. the last, is it the bottom? It's like the join at the bottom. It's like a back where a book is bound. At the bottom is true. Have you ever tried to rip up a book? Um, I had to once for a short film. Much harder than it looks. Yeah. And once I tried to rip up a book in rage with the book. Right. Too hard. I had to throw it. Yeah. I had to throw it to get the same satisfaction. Yeah. It's unrippable. The chunkier the book, the harder it is to. Absolutely. Yeah. Even like a ten paper. Pamphlet. Just a pamphlet. Infuriatingly hard to rip. Thank you so much for doing that. Thank you. Um, which one are you going to start with? Uh, cinnamon or coffee? You might start with cinnamon. Okay, I'm going to start with cinnamon too. The coffee's really good from Ideal Espresso. We're in Greenwich Market, I should say that. It's mm. amazing. Well, rivers of cinnamon within. Great cinnamon veins it's got. It is. It's inside. Needing cinnamon. Oh god, it's lovely. Mmm, so light, isn't it? Do you, do you associate cinnamon with autumn, like a winter autumn? A little yeah. bit. Mm. Yeah, pumpkiny. Yeah. Halloweeny. No. Mm. Oh, I love it. Mm. Yes, please. Mm. So nice coffee as well, cinnamon. I think. It's have you ever had a cross town donut before? No, my There's one in Soho, I think. I think oh, there's a few around here. Donuts is something like a universal, oh, isn't that it? That was a very It feels pretty international, yeah. universally accepted, glorious, mm. sweet thing. Mm. Um, I feel like there's a bit of contention over where they came from, yeah. culturally. Oh, yeah, I think but... Americans claim it and then some Europeans get really annoyed about it. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. In terms of stuff like this, like sweet things, I know I checked mm. with you before we met up, but if there was anything you didn't eat and you were like, in terms of sweet things, it's fine, but does that mean they're savoury things? Are you vegetarian or if they're savoury things you don't, don't eat? Okay, so I was vegan. Right. Um, a few years ago, I was yeah. doing a vegan, and then, um... <laughs> I, was, I was doing being vegan. Vegan? What happened? So I, I had a go at that a few years ago. Oh, yeah? Anyone yeah. who's listened to the podcast has heard a steady moral decline. <laughs> really quite steep yeah. slope of decline for me, morally. Yes. It's a, do, you, do you think it's... A, so how... How was it during the lockdown? Did you? Oh, yeah. no, it was way before that. that oh, way before. 
and I think was it lockdown that broke you? I think yes. <laughs> the decline started um, gradually when COVID yeah. <laughs> showed up. Fair play. Is that to do with like access to nice to to all the things you'd normally choose to eat out? Was it that, or was it a case of no one's? It, no, I'm not accountable to anyone other than myself. Like, <laughs> no, no one's, one's watching. judging me anymore. Yeah. I think uh, it's maybe because of the stress. I think yeah, the psychological fine. effect. Yeah. And uh, but uh, you know there are so many vegans. Uh, listen to this podcast and they're like how dare you but uh, no no yeah. not at all I think the, the most of the listenership of this podcast are pretty chilled about stuff like that because I'm not very good with absolute rules mm. so I'm always breaking any rules I try and have and actually as the years have gone on I increasingly just have less and less rules yep, yep. rulers mm. it eats in a state of anarchy mm. <laughs> But some people thrive on it, don't they? It's an interesting thing in lockdown. I feel like a very vocal minority were like, oh, I, I actually really enjoyed a rigidity. You know, I only drank on Fridays or I only we only had meat on Sundays. or we only, You know, they took on new rules to help give their life some new routine or regularity. But I feel like 95% of the people I've spoken to had to relax their rules because it was not the time to be fucking stressed out about what you're eating because everything else is already so stressful. Uh, yes, I think uh, that's a nice way to yes. say it. So I feel good. Thank you. Um, yes. <laughs> I think, yes, that, that's, that's, yes. So before lockdown, I was just, you know, doing it and like, oh, vegan, and then enjoying it. Yeah. But yes, the the change of the daily life. And then I was yeah. uh, you know, vegan and but then gradually start to, yes, um, eat egg and, and then, yeah, yeah gra- gradually. But I try, yes, I'm still trying my best. Yeah, to be veganish. Veganish, yes, veganish, veganish. Fan of that. Yes. Fan of that yes. Lovely business. Um, how much do you care? Do you, do you care about eating generally on a scale of one to ten? Mm. From I suppose from one being no, it's fuel. I'd happily have it injected. <laughs> Ten being barely a minute goes by where well, I'm not excited about the next food thing. Mm. So, so in my life there is a, a few stages. I that, want all of it. Yes. So <laughs> my, my I think uh, my stage like three stages in my life. Yeah. Maybe while I'm talking, it might increase, but like, <laughs> I think it's three for now. So the first one was, so when I was younger, like in Japan, to me, the food was just like everything. And really? Then, so in Japan, like, we really focus on foods and uh, restaurants and even like, you know, convenient stores, like a corner shop, they always have like a new products and oh, like really? it's so delicious. <laughs> and, uh, wow. Yeah, great. Yeah. And we even went to places for food. Holidays? Hol- uh, like just like... Just one day. Yeah travel Amazing. so because uh, in Japan like so we region dish or yeah. food is quite a thing yeah and so my friend and I 
we made a group and called uh, Mogumogutai. Okay. So <laughs> Mogumog means like. So when you eat it, like, is it be is like, like hoovering? Because hoovering means like to eat. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe hoover it. Like yeah. a nom 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 nom. Like oh, yeah. Lovely. And a tie means like like a group or squad. A squad, like a gang, <laughs> yeah. like a club, yeah. like a girl band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah, so you were eating Spice Girls. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're all saints. Yeah, eating adventures. Exactly. Was a great club to be in. Thank you. And you went region to region to try the different foods yeah. of the regional prowess, the places that did the things best in each place. I did want to ask, I mean, surely, I've been in Japan. I love the Japanese food I've tried, but I don't know that I've had particularly authentic experiences. I don't know. You can probably tell me. It's <laughs> unlikely. Maybe a few times in London I moved. It's done okay, but I am. Um, I can imagine, because it's culinarily one of the most exciting places I can think of to go, specifically. That sounds so rude about all other aspects of Japanese culture. I would mainly be going to eat there to try foods. Yes, I wonder me what, too. Okay, fine. fine. <laughs> I do wonder what it would be. I, I cannot only imagine how heartbreaking it must be to move here from there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for asking. So, so now, yeah. Share your pain. <laughs> yeah. This is so, therapy for you. Yeah, th- thank you. Um, so, um... <laughs> so now there are so many fancy places yeah. and delicious food and uh, it's just amazing like when I came over here for the first time um, I think pop, pop food yeah <laughs> um, curry Thai food was popular yeah. and uh, also uh, okay so uh, on top of that so the British staring the pounds was so strong yeah. so I couldn't uh, <laughs> you know go out and eat much but nice. still yes yeah, so I remember for example if you want to have like a, if you go to Chinatown and have a, like a even like the cheapest meal it was like a for, for me it was like a double the price so I was like oh no expensive and also like I love uh, supermarkets so if I go to other countries I yes isn't it god me too yeah but heartbreaking when you're on a really tight budget like it can be so hard that yeah. were you already a comedian when you came here uh, no, no way no way <laughs> really really unfunny lady you made that sound like no, I was so serious yes. I was serious I was yes. the police yes yes <laughs> save the world uh, no no so so yes I was here and what was I talking about yes um, how heartbreaking it was food wise to move to the UK and so, you had, uh, yeah. yeah, didn't have any money, and then so restaurants, even Chinatown, cheapest things, were really expensive, and then even supermarkets, which you love, were expensive. Uh, so, a uh, supermarket was very like friend- friendly, like a yeah, like a kind price. But I went to like a so seafood section, yeah. And so in Japan, like uh, seafood section is like massive. Right. And I went to supermarket here for the first time, and I saw. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I'm so sorry. No, but now it's just a couple of little prawns. 
and uh, pre-cooked prawns and a mackerel and yeah. some heartbreaking mackerel and then and probably the most embarrassing thing those like fish sticks those oh, like pre rot I don't even know if there's any fish in there sticks yes it's yeah. like, like a sticks, crab yeah, yeah crab sticks yeah. yes crab sticks crab yeah. sticks which we have them as Do well you? yes yes okay. so yes okay fine so um, and I really feel like I interrupted your three stages of of, um, of caring about eating. So in Japan, you really cared about eating, and it was everything. And you were in the Hoovering Club. Yes, you're in the eating, like you're in the Nom 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 gang posse. Maybe it was a posse, and then and then you moved to the UK, and then what what stage did it put that put you into? Um, <laughs> so yes, because it was uh, expensive and also. Um, so, so I okay. So I think I was in a stage where, and also you know, like uh, I was younger, so like a diet and all yeah, sort yeah. of like, mm, um, like you know, uh, waste time, um, like <laughs> like a uh, um. So I think um, I was. I still love food, but I didn't have this kind of enthusiasm. Yeah, fine. Yes, um, towards food, and which is stage two, isn't it? Yeah, that's stage two. Two, and then stage three, yeah. which is yes, as I said earlier. So the veganism. So I was so into uh, being vegan, or or like doing the vegan, and then. But gradually, during the lockdown, my diet was changing. So now I feel, I feel, I think I can say stage three is now complicated. <laughs> Why is this so funny? This really lovely, funny and honest. And now I'm in stage three, which is absolutely complicated. Very complicated stage three. Okay, I hear you. I think it's so funny with them. Um, veganism because your um I don't know what your I don't know what your motives for it were but when I flirted with it ish it was for the you know because I cared about the climate change yeah. and the planet as yes. opposed to um having a, a philosophical belief that animals products shouldn't yep. be used by humans. Yep. Um which I do have respect for that theory, religion. But um, I don't practice it. I kind of think, yeah, I, yeah. I think there's a there's a more complicated symbiosis than that. I think mm. Every everything on the planet in, is interdependent in a more complicated way than. Mm. Um, but I, you know, I can understand how my point of view is upsetting to some vegetarians and vegans. But I think when you're trying to do change the way you eat, which mm. is to change your whole life. Yes. Um, food is life. Yeah. Life is food. Yeah because of uh, an ethical value like a moral value as opposed to something intuitive that's fucking hard actually like and, and it, it can end up having this being as fleeting and as destructive as a weight loss diet in the sense that it's fine for a few weeks sometimes for a few months mm. you even feel quite great and quite smug and quite adrenaline-y but then it becomes I don't know like it makes you a bit obsessed with everything mm, yes obsession um 
But, I mean, good on people who stick it out. I, I have spoken now to an uncanny amount of people mm-hmm. who were vegan or plant, planty eaters oh, yes. for years before the lockdown who stopped in lockdown. I think just... Really? actually, once you announce yourself as vegan or a planty eater, mm-hmm. you are then in, you're in that box for years for everyone around you and the judgement just isn't worth it I think loads of people carry on eating according to a set of rules because it becomes part of their identity and, and it's just too boring having people go oh my god like even I was I was vegan for maybe six months and still if I have fish in front of my dad would be like oh is it a vegan fish <laughs> and I haven't been doing it for years you old dick wow that's yeah. so interesting so people will identify you as a um, vegan-ish person wow. that's fine it's, it's so vague the ish makes everything fine <laughs> I just tasted a vegan um, donut and it was real nice Half yes the donut was this, lovely this uh, cinnamon scroll cinnamon scroll mm. different and different to a cinnamon swirl I'm swirl. also really impressed with the coffee at that place oh I yes we did really well to go we got our coffee from a different town to we got our donuts different town different shop but it's just a, the man in the store was just so nice wasn't he oh yes so like a, he's got mirror ball we had a mirror ball we had a dance yeah nice music he had kind eyes I wanted to give him a little cuddle oh he did yes, yeah. yes. I would have given him a cuddle if he wanted a piggyback I'd have said yes <laughs> he had that vibe <laughs> he did yes yeah. and uh, coffee's tasty and the coffee's tasty yes. he's a good barista yes so the um, thing is Oh, sorry. Yeah, yes. your turn, your turn. So, yes, the coffee-wise, yeah. um, there, there's no stage. I just loved coffee. From birth. Uh, yeah, from birth <laughs> till now. And uh, I enjoy, yeah. Me the, too, I love coffee. Um, in Japan, I'm sorry for having lots of naive questions about Japan, um, but in no, Japan, um, do children have hot caffeinated drinks? In the UK, they don't, but I had an Austrian grandmother who mm. let me have very milky coffee from when I was about four or five. Wow. And I know my friends' baby, babies are being brought up in Portugal where they give them milky coffee in nursery, even younger. Wow. To adjust their palate to it because it's such a big part of their culture. Wow. Their coffee drinking is a big part of their, like, cafe culture. Yeah. What's the situation in Japan? Wow. Yeah, now, yeah, as you mentioned, when I had Australian coffee yeah. in... Uh, Angel, it kept me awake for <laughs> taste and strong. So, yeah. so in in Japan, uh, it's the same as Britain, I think. Right. So kids don't really, yeah, have coffee. But uh, we got so many uh, sweet coffee drinks. Oh, really? Yes. In, so maybe, maybe like teenagers. Yes. Like yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. That cold drinks. Yeah. Um, so it's huge uh, and then now in Britain like I can have like iced coffee everywhere it's lovely isn't it absolutely mm. but when I uh, came over here I couldn't find any iced uh, cold drink uh, I mean uh, yeah iced coffee I think in England's coffee game or Britain's coffee game has grown exponentially in the last sort of six years I'd say mm. we've copied Australia and we've copied New York I think <laughs> I don't think like especially London Australians used to always brag that they had incredible coffee compared to the UK and oh, I don't believe it anymore I remember yeah you're right like 
10 years ago, maybe, or maybe longer or short, I don't know. Um, when I found a coffee shop called Flat White, yeah. it was a game changer to That's me. Right, yes, yes, yes. Was it near where you were living? It was in Soho. Okay, lovely. I know what you mean. I yeah. Has it just got a little bench outside? That's right, yes. yes. I know what you bloody yes. mean. Yeah, that's powerful stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah, lovely. And, and I've never heard the name out Flat White. And I was like, oh, what does this mean? And yeah. it's like in between latte or yeah. cappuccino, we don't know. Yeah. yeah like, but it's constantly evolving. Like, it, I feel like coffee... The compli- how complicated coffee has got becomes your stage three is complicated do you not think like the amount of different types of coffee you're allowed to ask for now oh yes even in a prep the other day I heard a lady asking for a slow dry cappuccino and I thought she's asking for sets <laughs> what she want that's the sort of thing you slow. type in when you're having some alone time <laughs> that's not what the fuck is she after? She's asking. That's she's accidentally revealed her porn search. <laughs> but apparently there is such a thing as like a slow drip and a dry. So the slow means that yeah. it's tightly packed with coffee, so it'll be almost burnt and, and like extra rich and strong. And then the dry means there's like just the tiniest amount of foam in there. But then that isn't that fucking wow. like Yeah, I don't. I feel like. I feel like I feel like everyone's stressed out enough. Coffee is adding to our anxiety. <laughs> also, if you give us even more choice, then it's going to add even more to our anxieties. Wow, maybe it's a cycle. It's a big. Uh, what I've done there is brought some broadly sweeping generalizations and opinions. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I really want to know more about eating growing up. Like, I want to know everything. Did you have siblings when you grew up? Who was cooking in your house, if anyone? Did everybody have someone who cooked at home? Or was it like here where some people had ready meals? What was it like, eating-wise, growing up? So, yes, I have two siblings. And uh, so I was eating at home. But again, I remember when I was... A teenager, I was in this <laughs> another st- stage of my life. Like uh, so, in Japan, um, di- diet or like a being uh, skinny is um, like like a uh, sorry. Um, is it like a big deal to be really skinny? Yes, it's more like a pressure. Right. And uh, is that from the government or the media, or is it a cultural thing? I think it's very much uh, media, and also so because of the cultural thing and all of the above. Oh yes, everything. So, so it was uh, so bad. So um, I remember. So when I when you were a teenager, you're hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? You're hungry. And then, um, but also, you don't want to wait, kind of like a. Yeah, yeah. Stru- uh, it's when you first start really caring about your aesthetic, I guess. 
post puberty yeah start caring about wanting to be sexy and all yeah. that shit yeah, at the same you... time as being starving yes how you look sporty. sporty yeah yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> everything it's a really hard time everything I never ever think oh I'd love to be a teenager again Mm, it's hard. Younger, but yeah. I don't look that far back and with yeah. It's it's so hard. It's so yeah. hard. So everyone who is listening now, teenagers, yeah. like you do well. Easier. You're doing fine. It just gets easier and easier and easier. Absolutely. The older you get, the easier it gets. The less fucks you give, I think. Yeah. 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 And I think the more you can see through anyone who tells you how to behave, like especially regards to your body, mm. like the older you get as a woman, the more you're like. Yeah, yeah. Positive view. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Even, like, you, you can even say that to a whole culture, you know. It's so funny, isn't it? Oh, I want to know everything about that. I think it's so funny. I think when, and as well, you have situations when it's cultural, that pressure, um, where it just sort of gets passed down as well from parents to kids. And I think maybe our generation, the buck might stop with us a bit. Do you think? Do, I hope that. Do you know what I mean? Like... So if you've had like generation after generation where mums were making sure their daughters really, it was very important to their daughters, their, their waistline. Like your mum to your daughter says, no, 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 make careful not to be fat, careful not to be fat, careful not to be fat. I wonder whether our generation might stop that a bit. Oh, uh, like uh, in stop passing on that those values. Yeah, I, th- I think it's changing now, and it's. Can hope so. Yeah, we? yeah, absolutely. Um, Is there anything in Japan like the body positivity movement here and in America? Is there anything like that there? Are there um, any like confident big women in Japan? I think so. I believe so. Yeah, but because I haven't been back to Japan, <laughs> it might just be Lizzo doing it for the whole world. <laughs> Poor fucking Lizzo. Oh, we've lost Adele. It's just Lizzo. It's just Lizzo. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think, yes, uh, body confidence. I think uh, now, because of the internet, I and mean, I think uh, Japan is changing as well, which is very exciting. And I like to see how it's changed when I go back to Japan next time, hopefully soon, very yeah. soon. And did you have a parent who did loads of cooking in your house? Yes. Actually, uh, my sister, yeah. oh, uh, she loves uh, cooking. Does she? Yes. Does she she's live in Japan? Yes, she's yeah. in Japan. And she, yeah, um, does all, all sorts of um, cooking. Um, now, so, so when I go back to Japan, I cannot wait. <laughs> Get in. Yes. Oh, I love it. I got tempura, mm. you know. And also, um, we enjoyed, like, um, sharing together. That's nice. Yes. Like a hot pot or... Oh, lovely. Yes. Or, or like, a barbecue on, on the table. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, amazing. So, yeah. Or sukiyaki. Do you know sukiyaki? Talk to me about it. I don't know. Um, so sukiyaki is like a... So... So we just we cook everything in it, Amazing. and then and then so with the flavor and mm. and and then you dip into mixed raw egg. Oh wow! Mm. So it's like a, a bowl that you cook it all in, and then the raw egg goes in and it sticks sticks onto everything. Uh, so everyone cook in uh, 
like a big mm. oh in a big like what like a um medium <laughs> a medium what Medi- yes medium mm. hot pot uh, no not hot pot uh, so medium size cooker it can, can be the pan okay yeah Amazing. and then just dig in nice. yeah yeah the cookie's really good Ooh. super soft wow. and the nuts are really salty and the chocolate's really dark Mm. Happy days. Yes. So, um, I'd love to know what do you what do you think is the worst looking but best tasting thing you've ever eaten? Hmm. Oh, okay. Um. So there, there are crisps in the UK right and bread yeah you put together <laughs> it becomes crisp sandwich yeah 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 I thought what, why yeah 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 what are you well, doing that's yeah that's just, yeah it's just two types of the same thing yeah, yes yeah. carbohydrate but, squeezed into one place one yeah but it makes sense. Yeah. Because... When you taste it. Yes. Absolutely fucking incredible. Because there are what's so many flavors. What's your favourite flavour of crisp to have in a sandwich? And what type of bread would you have? Mmm. I think I go, like, I think a simple okay. is the best sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. So, salt, rip. Just ready salted. Ready salted. With maybe something soft bread, maybe. I agree. Yeah. I think good old, like, fashioned plasticky white bread. (laughs) Just sliced white bread. (laughs) Yeah. And then I think it has to have spread, not butter, like cheap spread. Spread. Like sunflower spread. Oh, I haven't tried it. For, um, to sort of, to to act as a glue for the crisp. (laughs) And then I... So they stick together. exactly. And then I think... Like a really cheesy, like a mature cheddar kettle chip. Mm. Really crunchy, but really cheesy. And then, and this is the bit that's maybe controversial, Mm. just a little bit of ketchup. What? And then quite a a heavy hand on the top piece of bread to get a little bit of crush, to crush the crisps a little bit. So that it's, yeah, it looks like a piece of art. Be- be- beautiful. 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 Art. Beautiful art. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so you don't go, like, you don't just go, uh, you, you should crush a bit a so that bit. it's yeah. more comfortable. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want there to be, yeah, I want to be able to put more crisps in. So if you crush it a bit, you can still easily eat it. It's not too wide. Mm. It's not too deep. Yeah. Um, or spiky, too spiky. Oh yeah, yeah. We don't want pain. No, we don't want pain. No, not at all. Um, a drunk man has come into this market and is doing some, some doing some shouting around the corners. 
Oh, yes. Bits of fun. Bits of oh, fun. Oh, yes. Welcome, welcome to South East London, Eureka. Thank you for coming. It's <laughs> <laughs> so lovely. It was Can nice. We, it keeps raining and then being really hot and sunny and then raining. But this is, this is London. Yeah. Um, what is the swankiest thing you've ever eaten? Like the, the poshest or the, yeah, the poshest thing you've ever eaten? Jess, what does swanky mean? Like... Oh, um, posh. Posh, yeah. Oh, right. Like, um... Um... Yeah. Okay, so in the past, I wasn't big fan of oyster. Yeah. And we... The, yes, me and my friend decided to go to seaside. Lovely. And have a... Kuropa oyster, <gasps> fresh. Where did you go? Uh, it was in Japan. Yeah. I cannot remember where it was. Okay, doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. <laughs> but went to the beach. Yeah. To the beach. Freshly. Yeah. Harvested oyster. That's right. And what did you have in it? Did you put anything with it? I think it was lemon. Yes. Yes. Mm. And I still didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> didn't see that coming. Did not see that coming. Thought you were about to say, until this, you really set me up there for yes. a story of redemption. The redemption of the oyster, I was going to call that short story for children. Yeah. No, it turns no. out you still didn't, didn't like, like it. I can understand why anyone would not like an oyster. It's a full-on experience. It's it a sea bogey. Yeah. It's a big, sexy sea bogey. It it's, it's very sexy, yes. It's sexy, it's but sexy. it's a sea bogey. Yes. It's sexy because it's like brave. Whoa. It makes you like, whoa, yeah. it wakes something up in you, but it can also it can also make people real sick, can't it? Yeah. Yeah. However, okay, so there's a, a redemption story. Oh. However, uh, in the last, no, uh, before COVID, yeah. um, I had. Uh, it's like, do you call it BC? Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> before Christ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So BC, I had oyster with, so I tried the game yeah. because, yes, why not? I'm yeah, going to yeah. do this. And then I had the oyster with some sort of flavor, right. like uh, the lemon and also not sauce like a soupy sauce was it the two traditional ones are either Tabasco so chilli mm. liquid chilli but very intense. it wasn't Tabasco or was it they often do like a vinaigrette so it's really <gasps> vinaigrette tiny shallots yes really tiny shallots and that's yes. lovely and it adds vinegar to salt essentially so of course it works yes it's the same thing that the lemon should do but a lot more intensely so it essentially makes it a mouthful of salt and vinegar flavour <laughs> With a tiny bit of onion, yes. and that's a lot. It's, yes, it's lovely. And that and you... loved it. Oh, it was. I yes. thought you were yes. going to say still, still, still like it. <laughs> no, you loved it. Yeah. She yes. loved it. Yes. There so I think that yes, that sauce. Okay, I'll okay. make notes and uh, yeah, I remember the name. But vinaigrette. it was the vinaigrette. I love it. Look at these cute dogs. Some really nice dogs having a walk in Greenwich today. Um, they're nice guys. Oh, this is the nice thing about recording outside is you get to see everybody's dog. And the drunk, and oh, the drunk man. Drunk man. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Oh my fucking God. Oh, that's lemon. really exciting. Probably that donut's well. exciting. Uh, do you like uh, Vietnamese coffee? I love Vietnamese coffee. Oh yes. my God, that's so good. Oh, the taste of that cream inside. It's so coffee-y. It's really bold. That's a big flavor. Mmm. Mmm. It is coffee flavor. It's not too sweet. No. It's so nice. Mmm. The, the cinnamon one was lovely, but it was so sweet. Mm. But it was great because it was so light. Mm. Whereas this is like, that's a big earthy coffee flavor, isn't it? It is. But it's not too um, creamy either. It's, I don't feel like... Oh, that is really mm. clever. It's so clever to put some nuts on the top of that as well. Mmm, beautiful. That might be one of the nicest donuts I've ever had. I love mm. coffee flavour things. Oh, I'm glad you I love do. coffee too. I love coffee, and I know there's lots of people who love good coffee, uh-huh. but they're like, they don't want coffee flavoured ice cream or whatever, and I'm like, no, no, I want, I'd happily have coffee everywhere. Do you like uh, coffee cake? Yeah, it's mm. my favourite cake, coffee and walnut. Have you ever had, do you, a, do you know, a dime bar? Dime bar. Dime bar. Dime bar. Dime oh, yes. Like the American yes. Yeah, it's like hard caramel, caramel. Mm. with a really nice layer of quite milky chocolate on the yes. top. It's almost like galaxy chocolate. Yes. Hard on top in swirls. In the Poundland the other day, where you quite often find exciting chocolate that you'll never see again, <laughs> they had latte flavour limited edition oh. dimes. Oh. Yeah, and it got to the point because I had a, I bought a, a you know a pack of three. You couldn't buy them individually. Mm. My missus ate one. Told me I was going to have a nice time when it got to mine. Mm. It tasted so nice. I sort of broke it into shards and squirreled it away for like. Oh. I was I did I was like I don't I did just didn't want the packet to ever end because oh. you could never find them again. Oh, that's the thing, isn't it? I yeah. love limited edition as yes. well. Yes, it's just. If you... I'd known that, I'd have brought you an orange Yorkie. Have you ever had a? 
an orange chocolate orange Yorkie, Yorkie bar. bar. Oh, I know the name. Yorkie Yorkie bar. I'm going to ruin them for us because it'll mean they everyone will buy them, but you can only buy them at the moment in BP petrol stations, <laughs> <laughs> and they're almost always two for one pound um, wow. one pound twenty. And I've just got a glove box full of them wow. because every time I get any BP petrol, I buy two, sometimes four. Yep. Um, but I'm giving lots away. Yep. I want to spread that joy. Yep. It's the nicest orange chocolate I've ever had, including Terry's and orange Cadbury's twirl which was a great thing and has gone mainstream that mm-hmm. was a limited how exciting is it when a limited edition chocolate becomes one that you can just always get yeah that's yeah. thrilling succeed yeah. yeah successful orange yeah. flavor chocolates yeah all year round all year round wow yeah yeah, yeah. wow it's like uh, you can tell the chocolate you made it you made it, made it. we'll clap for you on Thursday night <laughs> <laughs> um, have you ever accidentally eaten anything that wasn't food? Hmm. The food that is not supposed to be food. Yeah. <laughs> Or like, I don't know. Oh my god, I've got a story. Oh yes. Yeah. Tell me. The other day, my mum was up visiting, and me, her, and my son went to a park. We got a cup of tea and a piece of carrot cake to share with the three of us. <laughs> Family next to us, they'd the little boy had a ice cream in a cup rather yep. than a cone with a little plastic spoon. But I mean, probably a three, four inch plastic spoon. Yeah, colourful. He'd eaten it. Oh no! Yeah, and she was on the phone, and you could tell she was stressed out, and like you couldn't help but overhear the fact that she was basically asking her partner whether she should get him the fucked way in Ian. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine you could shit out a whole spoon yeah, any intervention. No, no. How did, did he get it down? Yeah. It must have taken a few good, but maybe sadly the ice cream sort of <laughs> helped it down. Chill, it chilled the path, numbed oh. the path with cold, and then, yeah, like a snake, he'd accidentally consumed the spoon. Wow, so the spoon just swallowed the whole spoon yeah, in swallowed one the go. Whole spoon, oh, yeah, no. yeah. That sounds so painful. Mm. And yes, how does it get it out? Yeah. No Mm. thanks. No thanks. (laughs) No thanks. But that yes. You've never eaten a spoon. Uh, Oh. um, Okay, I didn't swallow, but okay. So when I was on train, so before I got on train, I went to a. a place to buy food yeah and uh, I saw they put some cutteries yeah oh no they didn't right so I was starving so I had two pens with me <laughs> so I used them as chopsticks right and it's really <laughs> nice just a couple of biros <laughs> <laughs> two normal pens. <laughs> no, two, two, oh, bio. No, not bio. Uh, it was a, a Muji. Uh, 
are really nice. Yeah, nice, nice pens nice as well. Pens. Nice, nice thin pens, so yeah. nice long thin pens. Yes, nice pens. If I was going to have to use a pen as a chopstick, I'd probably go for a Muji one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh, it's very impressive. Really nice. Um, but uh, yes, that's happened to me so many times. This is so sad. <laughs> but like, I've never not got some chopsticks. Ooh! And and like, I'm showing Eureka the inside of my pocket. But, like, oh, I've I got love pens, it. Chopsticks and normally a, like a wooden. Yes, look, no fork, but a little knife. I love it. I got uh, the idea like of being hungry, buying something to eat, and then yep. not being able to eat it other than with my hands, yep. or just like trying to lap it up like a cat or dog. Yep. Troubles me so much <laughs> that I now am like this weird bag lady who's never not got a bit of cutlery <laughs> chopsticks on her. <laughs> you can just help people around as well. Would yeah. you like some cutleries? <laughs> you need so they're probably about five month old Itsu wooden chopsticks. <laughs> a little bit dusty at the nib, but um, totally usable. Yeah. Hand side out, pins aside, you've been safe in the bag for a long time, you're going to be fine. That's so clever because yeah. you, you need them. Because sometimes, like, yeah, how do you, how do you cope with that? A couple of pens. Yeah. You may do with a couple of pens, but that's inventive. You'll be fine in the apocalypse. Yeah. I'll be ruined if I haven't got my rucksack. <laughs> but now, now you got pen ideas. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, lovely. I love pens. <laughs> it's very. It's not the. Top. I should do a whole another podcast about stationery. Stationery. Yeah. Yes. Oh, me I too. I really love stationery, and it was one thing I wish I'd gifted myself online more during the lockdowns. Mm. I think it would have brought me great joy. To, when mm. as soon as the shops were back open again, yeah. I was late for a gig because I spent so long just in a basic bitch paper chase, <laughs> choosing a big notepad, like a big new notepad. And that's probably one of the things I definitely don't need. Like I've got loads of notepads. <laughs> Too big. Yeah, I think when, you're, fit in when the you first start doing stand-up, mm. everyone in your family buys you notepads. They're like, oh, right. comedians have a notepad. Yes. They all get, so I've got hundreds of, but they buy you the little ones, like your police person. Is going to need to make notes on an instant. We'll write down some ideas. Yeah, I have longer ideas than like I need a big. I want a big page like because a lot of the ideas are shit. If there's only room for what one or two words on this tiny page, and almost all of them are definitely going to be shit. I need a big page so that there's some hope that one in a thousand words on there won't be. You can draw a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some doodles. Yeah, Yeah. take the pressure off. Too much pressure on a tiny page. Yeah, yeah, tiny notepads. Yes. So anyway. It's nothing to do with eating there, but I thought to do that. <laughs> but that's true. Uh, during the lockdown, I went to yeah. post office oh, a nice. lot to yeah. buy stationery yeah. and also, do you know, um, we, we called it masking tape, but oh, yeah. I think that people call it uh, washi tape. Um, okay. So it's a tape, but you can, it's colorful and there are yeah. so many designs and then you can make um, no, notebook nice. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, make a notebook nice and hand wrap parcels nicely. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, fancy parcel. Fancy parcel. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I did a lot of posting people's stuff during the lockdown. Oh, did you? Yeah. I got nice stuff. One of my friends just sent us, just sent all her closest friends a little bottle of gin. Aww. Things like that are so nice, aren't they? And that just brightens your whole day. Yeah. Your whole day is doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. Really lovely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. many flavours. Like, gin's got now yeah. many flavours. And it was a flavourful one. I can't remember what it was, but it was from that Edinburgh Gin Company. And then oh, it was, was it a pink one? Might be. I can't remember. It's long ago been guzzled now. Memories. Yeah, yeah. Vague memories. Talking of which, if you have a hangover, what is your favourite thing to eat to help with the hangover? Uh, I learned this 
When I was in Edinburgh. Oh, lovely. Drink more. <laughs> oh, you have been in Britain for a long yeah. time. Yes. <laughs> First Edinburgh it's really good. <laughs> it and does also, help, it? And also, there is a word for it, isn't it? Yeah, hair of the dog. Yes, yes. Yeah. I was going to say cats and dogs, but it's not. It's, um, it, that's raining cats and dogs. That's, yes. that's very confusing. We've got a lot of cat and dog <laughs> phrases here. Yeah. So this one is... Raining the hairs oh, yeah. of cats and dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so hair, yeah, it does work, doesn't it? But there is a... Yeah, there's a fine line. Mm. My 20s, definitely my student years, were spent mm. never not somewhere on a spectrum of tiddliness. Hmm? Slightly boot so, some <laughs> oh, alcohol in my uh, system. Yeah, in a blood. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think I, I I probably did one or two Edinburghs like that where you're yeah. kind of up all night and then you sleep yeah. a bit. I tell you what, having a child ruins that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so now, yes, me too. Um, I don't do, do yeah, I'm no more hair of dogs. Yeah. Yes, no more hair of dogs. No dogs. No. no. So yeah. how about you? What what do you? It depends on my mood, and I think that's I um, I think hangovers do a thing to me that only yeah I feel that if my my body asks I feel like I, I have very specific cravings mm. and mm-hmm. different hangovers give me have given me sometimes it's like you need a takeaway curry you can't make a curry oh. you need yes. a takeaway curry yes sometimes it's like salt like you need salt yeah. but the weirdest thing for me is because so normally which is not going to make any sense because we've just had donuts but I'm not a sweet tooth person I think it's why I love that coffee donut so much uh, I love savoury huh. flavours more than sweet flavours but some hangovers I need sh- like some sugar it must be a depletion somewhere probably yes yeah and I like have a bit of sugar in my tea that feels like a ve- that oh, hangover's yes. really bad I have a sugar in my tea yes and um yeah I guess sweet stuff chocolate that's true sometimes and sometimes pre-period can call for chocolate quite specifically hormonal mm. craving mm. chocolate mm. do you ever get that yeah the thing I'm not a chocolate person oh, anymore. Oh, that's interesting. I use, yeah, um, but I I I think it's good for you, isn't it? The chocolate, like uh, you can get. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Because um, uh, so chocolate got um, magnesium. Oh yeah, dark chocolate and cocoa oh, yes. have got yes. really lovely things in that you can't get yeah. from anything else. Same as there's all sorts. Dark chocolate yeah. has got really good for you things. Good, good for your gut, it. isn't it? Yeah. And um, red wine and coffee. Coffee, yes. Oh, uh, the chocolate wise. Yeah. So if you come to Japan, yeah. And if you travel around, yeah. And you'll see Kit Kat everywhere. Yes, I've but heard we got, yes, regional Kit Kat. Right, regional Kit Kat. Yes, yes. I tried a matcha Kit Kat, but it oh. tasted like white chocolate. It didn't taste oh, a green really? tea. Like it didn't taste a matcha to me, but it, it was lovely. That's My friend brought me some some oh. different Japanese Kit Kats back yeah. from a holiday a few years ago. Nice. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. What's the best one of those you've tried? Um. I, I want to say like um, the matcha one yeah but like a more like intense oh, flavour okay. one yeah nice yes maybe so more green tea in there more green more yeah matcha more, going yes more matcha yummy and yeah so when the ruby ruby one ruby kick like nice. um, 
So it came out in Britain. Did it? Yes. And I went to Tesco and the supermarket uh, straight away. Yeah. And uh, I bought many of them. Great for you. Good for you. Good for <laughs> yes. you. Your glove box is Ruby, Kit Kats minus orange Yorkies. They scrum diddly umptious. And then you can be in my podcast. Washing machines and showers and baths all move to Jupiter, the, the planet Jupiter. All places you can wash or wash clothes emigrate out to planet Jupiter. At first it's funny and we're all mucky together, but then shit gets real and we realise it's a catastrophe. People start dying from how smelly they are. There's a total drought of pants and socks where all of them get panic bought. Um, Dates don't go well ever again because romance dies because we stink. No one's ever making any babies. No one even wants to go there. It's a stink apocalypse. Luckily, the cleaning things have agreed to come back from Jupiter but only if you, and really it does have to be you, do her 250 metre handstand walk, but over a rickety bridge with crocodiles underneath it. It sounds impossible, but you do it. You're a hero. Your award is the um, praise of all people forever because you're the woman who saved us from the apocalypse, but your award in the moment is the feast of your dreams. And it's like the opposite of a last meal because you couldn't be happier. But also, because the handstand walk was so tiring, you couldn't be hungrier. So you're super happy, super hungry. What would be the fantasy feast of your dreams? I don't care about healthiness. I don't care about ethics. I don't care about consequences. It's just a fantasy. If nothing led to anything else ever, what would your fantasy food and drink be? And if there's a aware that you've a place that you want to do it, and anyone you want to have with you, you can have those too. Hmm. <laughs> okay. I had a similar experience. Okay. <laughs> Which... With okay. the handstands and the crocodile. <laughs> no, uh, so oh, with like, the washing machine. Oh, um, so no, that. However, however, <laughs> uh, so we were in uh, a barista together, yeah, yeah. and then uh, so we did a shot together. Uh, yeah. It was amazing, and then um, you did your own show, and I did my own show, and yeah. it was so. The, the audience was so amazing. So nice. Yes. So kind and lovely. It's the best festival. Short of McCullough, it's the best. The two Welsh comedy festivals are the best festivals. Like, magical. Yeah. And so that day, I was starving. Yeah. Uh, but then, uh, you know, moving around, yeah. walking around, and uh, my train was after the show. Uh-huh. So I couldn't. So I went to buy food yeah. uh, for the train, yeah. but I didn't want to take a risk of ordering something and wait for the yeah. meal to cook. Shit, yeah. So I went to supermarket and then uh, bought um, like a sushi yeah. type, uh, which I never do. So yeah. one time when I bought uh, sushi from supermarket and uh, I was like, hmm. But <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's like, it's like mm-hmm. oh, yeah. interesting. Uh, <laughs> but that journey, yeah, because I was so it's ha- a long time yes. on the train as well. It's like three, four hours, isn't it? Before you get to swap at Birmingham. Yes, that's right. Oh, yeah. Birmingham, and 
and then I had that sushi on the train and it was amazing <gasps> because I was so, so hungry. hungry and happy yes! yes so basically this is such a lovely answer no one's ever answered from the point of view of the emotion before Ooh. like I love the idea that you've got a story about a time where you couldn't have been happier and you couldn't have been hungrier and actually the answer to the question then is it doesn't matter what you eat exactly anything will bring you great joy yes what an amazing story <laughs> I love it that's so lovely thank you oh I live for that shit I love it makes me feel emotional <laughs> so you you're not telling me that you're, but your answer is going to be supermarket sushi that, yes yeah. yes great yes. on a train from Aberystwyth on, to Birmingham Birmingham New Street on yes. a Sunday night Sunday night in October <laughs> In the oh, rain. In the rain. <laughs> and happiest moment. <laughs> happiest moment of your life. <laughs> thank you so much for doing this silly podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This podcast is wonderful. Yeah. Mmm. Delicious. What a lovely episode. Um, on Instagram and on Twitters, she is at Eureko Comedy, Y-U-R-I-K-O Comedy. And on Facebook, it's Eureko Katani Comedy. Links to those things, as ever, in the podcast notes, though. She's got a work in progress next week on the 18th of November at North Two Down in King's Cross. Let's all go. You can uh, see on her website links to all her upcoming new material gigs. Go and see her live, please. I... I was weeping with laughter when we worked together at that Aberystwyth M Festival. She's so funny. Uh, come and see me live. I'm working up new material and I've updated my website, jessicafosterq.com. That's where you can click to get tickets to see live stand-up. That's also uh, where you can email me if you've got anything longer than a tweet to send me. And if you want to follow us on social media, I'd love that too. At The Hoovering Pod, I'm on there, at Jessica Fosterq. Huge thanks to Acast for hosting the podcast. Hoovering is produced by Emma Corsham and the music is by Mike Greenway. Until next week, happy hoovering. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.